Everybody stop what you're doing, please. When it comes to remodeling and renovating your home, there is no better show on your radio. This is Around the House with Eric G. Where's the hammer? From your back fence to the sidewalk, Eric will tell you how to keep it all in tip-top shape while helping you save a buck while doing it. If you like DIY projects, it takes a lot of practice to get good at it. And Eric is here to guide the way. Is it on the, uh, go up on the other floor. Somebody go up there and stop the hammering. All that and more on the fastest two hours of home improvement radio. These are the wrong plans. These are the old plans. Welcome to Stop It! Around the House with Eric G. Welcome to Around the House with Eric G. This is the Pro Insider Podcast. This is where we talk to the pros. All of you folks out there that are in the design, construction industry on the residential side of things, if you're a commercial contractor, you're welcome here as well. But this is really designed for you. This is not our traditional, what I would call, homeowner program. Although many of these things have a lot of homeowners paying attention, so it's not a bad thing. Well, today in the Pro Insider, I wanted to really talk about a conversation that I had when I was consulting with another design company this week. And, you know, I have done plenty of this in the past, and uh, there are a lot of lessons that I've learned over the years, many of them the hard way. But you learn with trial and error of what's the right way to do things. And this is the, the quintessential hard problem. You know, you're trying to grow your company, and you're the small design firm but you need to be the big design firm because of the business that's coming in the door right now everybody's busy so how do you get from small design firm to big design firm without spending a boatload of cash in hiring a bunch of employees that you're scared to hire quite frankly employees are expensive Especially when you're the business owner, you're doing the bookkeeping yourself, you know, you're doing all of those things, but you know that things are coming on the horizon that you are not going to be able to get your arms around and you're already working seven days a week, right? That's just how this works. So this really got me thinking about the best ways to transition from the small company to the medium company. What's my first one? Understand your business climate. Understand where you know if things continue, where you're going to be in the next year, let's say. And then maybe in three years. Where is that growth going to come from? Okay. Once you know that, you kind of know the roadmap ahead a little bit. But one of the things, and then the answer, the question always is, it doesn't matter who I talk to, and I've heard this dozens of times this year. I can't even stay on top of my phone calls. That's actually the easiest one to fix. There are companies in your community, like Ruby's Receptionist is one of the brands out there that I've used in the past. And what do they do? They answer your phone calls locally for you. You got somebody with the right accent that sounds like they're in your neighborhood that understands your business. Because that's what they do. They will answer it as your company. They'll say, well, Mike is out in the field right now in a client meeting and can't talk to you right now, but I can have him call you back. It sounds like it's the receptionist in your office. And it's super affordable. 
They track that phone call coming in. Many of them will text you that you have a call that came in. Many of them will email you that call and you can listen to it. And you know something? Now you've got a tracking system for phone calls coming in. Now you can make sure those things are documented and that you can follow up because you go, wow, plate's cleared, got it. So that's the first thing that I would do is get those phone calls directed to one place. So that way you've taken that distracting phone call and you can manage your time of when you return people's phone calls. Sometimes you're in the middle of something and you've got to focus on it and you need to call them back in 20 minutes. Great, call them back in 20 minutes. Focus that 20 minutes on the task at hand in front of you. You'll be more efficient that way. Now, the next one gets a little tougher. Man, I'm doing my own bookkeeping. I'm not a bookkeeper. How do I deal with this? This is tough. In the past, I've hired that bookkeeper. And there's a lot of great bookkeepers up there. But man, when you have to walk somebody through it, it is tough. And maybe you hired the wrong person for the job. Or you hired somebody that can't handle it. That's a tough one. What's my, uh, what's my re- resolution for that one? There are plenty of people out there online or in your neighborhood that work remotely. There are companies out there that will uh, get you dialed in and they're not on your payroll. There's an online booking service that I found online called Bench CO. Online bookkeeping services for your small business. It's like having your own bookkeeper, except you're doing it digitally. And you're dealing with a large company that does all those things. So you can do that without hiring that expensive employee. Now, down the road, you might want to hire that employee to have them right there. But there's that point that you look at and go, man, I cannot. I don't think I can afford a full-time bookkeeper on my payroll. I get it. That's when you can deal with that. So that's one way to deal with it. Something to think about. That's one of the big ones. And then dealing with vendors. This is when honesty is your best route. It usually is anyway, to be honest. Can't think of any time that's not. Call up those vendors that you deal with. If you're buying and selling things, Go, hey, look, I think we're going to double our business in 2021. How are we going to handle that? Do I need to bring it on another company? Can you handle me doubling my sales, tripling my sales? Are you ready for that? How can you deal with that within your business? That's a big one. Now, the other option that you get out there, too, is sometimes people want to buy in and be a partner in this. I'll be honest, I'm not a big fan of partnerships. I've been burned by some famous people here in the Northwest. Completely burned. And you know something? That's part of doing business. If you're going to do a partnership, take a look and see what their criminal and legal history is behind them. Are they trustworthy? These people have been sued by 20 people in the past. I've made that mistake. I've gone into business people and I didn't look at their history and I went, wow. These people are criminals. 
They've ripped a lot of people off. Criminals in the way they're ripping people off. Not that they've been charged with a bunch of stuff, but you know what I'm saying. People with low, low self-esteem issues that love taking advantage of other people. Yeah, not my fun part. I've been burned by it. So has most people out there that are out doing business and partnerships. It can go badly. So I wouldn't look at partnerships as a great option, especially if they're friends. That doesn't go well many times. I would much rather have control of my business and go that route. Now, if you want to have investors, that's a different story, but they're still a partnership. So maybe it's better to sell and work out an agreement for your employment. That's almost a safer bet. So something to think about in this and trying to grow. And a lot of times you need to talk, you know, especially if you have independent designers and independent people you're working with, make sure you fully understand where the laws ride between employees and independent 1099 people. I can tell you what, in the radio industry, there are a lot of people out there that are doing the work of 1099 independent contractors that by all sense of the legal in my state and federal, they're employees. And someday, someone's going to catch on to that. But that's a big one. I know people have been paid for years that are independently, and they're going to get that. That's going to come and burn people. So you don't want to be in the middle of that if that happens. Who's an independent? Who's an employee? Make sure you fully understand where that goes. And there's plenty of information online about that. So do your research. Talk to your attorney. Make sure that you've got the books going correctly. And make sure that you're going to grow in a healthy way. Maybe you set some limits. Maybe you hit that governor where you go, hey, we can only go so far here and I'm going to stop it. And once we get to this point, we are not going to grow anymore for this year because that's an unhealthy all growth is not healthy growth. Sometimes it will crush you and ruin you because you got too big too fast and, uh, you know, the wheels start falling off because you can't handle it. When in doubt, learn how to tap the brakes and have a way to tap the brakes in your business model because sometimes the best thing you can do is say no to a client because you can't handle it. And that's one of the biggest things we'll talk about in coming weeks, when to say no to that client that, uh, well, quite frankly, could burn you. All right, that's all the time we got for this week on The Pro Insider. Thanks for listening. we got a big show ahead for Around the House and their team. Make sure you catch that this weekend. Thanks for listening to Around the House. Around the House with Eric G. is produced by, designed by Eric G. in association with Salem Media and distributed nationally by the Sun Broadcast Group. All rights reserved. Copyright designed by Eric G. We will be back next week. If you missed part of the show, check out the podcast of all of our shows at aroundthehouseonline.com. Remember, measure with a micrometer, mark with caulk, and cut with an axe. Thanks for listening to Around the House.